0: of the Art for Reason podcast. Last episode, uh, we started off with chopping it up with our brother, Justin Kershaw. Uh, He laid down a lot of gems, a lot of information that hopefully has been very helpful to the audience. Uh, Definitely helped me help the brothers out. Uh, So without further delay, we want to continue to chop it up with Justin in part two. And CS is going to start us off. After transitioning from part one to part two, last episode, we're going to get right into it. Thanks for listening. Can I uh, can I transition this into the marital aspect of this whole thing, so like so the health you, and diet? Yes, let's get it into you Because you're, you're a happily married man. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, thank you, Lord.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> all are. Happily <laughs> married yes, men. Very happy. Proud, proud and happy. Um, we love we your, our wives. Out we, <laughs> put your gears out there. Put That's what, what you <laughs> can't 25. see right now. <laughs> to see. Yeah. 25, We, we have so beautiful have kids, families. I um love that. What do we, oh, because we, uh, the this podcast is, of course, is spiritually based, yeah, uh, rooted in what we believe about the Lord and what He wants to do through us, and just we look at everything through that prism from that perspective. Um, and so having you here, it just goes hand in hand with how does, um, good physical health. Uh, promote good spiritual health as well, and that goes hand in hand. Yeah. But from this, uh, I'm going to touch on the marital and and the fatherly aspect. Now, since we're all men, what do you owe your wife or your children as far as giving them the best version of yourself? Mm-hmm. Because I don't, th- I don't think, I know I haven't, uh, and I had to stop myself and really a couple times and really focus on what would happen to my family if I let myself go or if something happened, I had back issues and like, man, if I I wouldn't address that, or if I would just keep going the way I'm going, what's going to happen to them? Because sometimes I think we can work ourselves into an early grave uh, for our families, but that's not for our families because it's the antithesis of what they need,
1: which is us, more of us. So
0: how, how does this transition into being the best for them and what do you think we owe them just from your personal opinion, your personal thoughts? I know you're a man of God, very insightful, very introspective. I'm just interested in your thoughts and what how you see health uh for a father and husband.
1: Yeah. Wow. Great question, Ty. I I like what you said that our families deserve the best version of us. And I think that's what the Lord wants for them. And Um, I just see with our current culture, with the fake stories that we tell ourselves about work, about getting paid, about the grind and trying to make money. Mm -hmm. Um, If you could have the biggest house in the world, the nicest car, your kids could, you know, wearing the nice shoes or whatever it is. But if if they don't have time with you, it doesn't mean anything. And uh, I heard a pastor say once that kids spell love, T-I-M-E, Mm time. And a lot of times I've noticed in my life, that I'm in the room, but I'm not in the room, or I'm playing with them, but I'm not playing with them because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about 50 other things. And new age people have this word consciousness, which I steer away from. Mm-hmm. But I was reading, uh, I believe it's Deuteronomy chapter six, the Shema, where the Lord says, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord our God is one. As for you, love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your strength. Jesus amended that and said, live your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And... But then it says, don't let these words of mine depart from you. Like, put them on your eyelids, on the post of your house. Yeah, Yeah, like, listen to it. And I'm like, the Lord wants you to be conscious at all times of what's going on, of his word. Mm -hmm. Like, being aware, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, in my perspective, what helps me out, and it goes back to sewing is, am I, like, self-aware of what's going on, of my health, of what I'm doing? Is this thought... Worshiping, glorifying the Lord, and is it helping me, be- being a better father or husband mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. And I think the goal is is to be have that awareness of the Lord and the self awareness, like, hey, am am I being the best dad or husband or father I can be? Because what I'm sowing now is going to be for the future, and that's why I think everything comes down to sowing. You know, apart from my bar or not, you know, <laughs> whether <laughs> really? apart, apart from the bar, so that's so fitting. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. And so I just, I think that um, every man should ask themselves every moment in maturity and spiritual growth is being more aware of this, like, are my thoughts, my actions, my intentions, my schedule, my calendar, what I'm watching, is it in step with what God will have me to do? And is this making me a better husband or father? Because, you know, I've tried to get rich doing things before where I'm like, my wife and kids just want me to be at home and would much prefer me to be in a better mood than have a couple more thousand dollars in the bank. And I've had to learn that the hard way, but I'm, uh, I think that's life. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. So We
0: all learn certain things. Beautiful. I love that answer. Absolutely. And it's so insightful. Yes. Um, I think sometimes we, um, and it goes down to, like I said before, P-Ramp, he has a beautiful, if you hadn't noticed, we had nicknames on the Oh, show. yeah, I know, That's yeah. I, I peeped <laughs> you guys out. I heard
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: but it, it does come down to it being intentional. You're yeah. saying the exact same thing in a different ways. Just just, um, and I said something a couple of weeks ago, and I've, I've tried to be mindful of it ever since, that we can't um, drift in and out of moments of coherence, that we can't, Wake up in a moment and realize, oh, now I I have to start paying attention because something has gone wrong or something is going right. And so now I'm focused. Whereas before I was just kind of just floating along and drifting.
1: Yeah. And I think it's kind of
0: like um, I don't know if you watch the Marvel movies or DC movies. It's kind of like the heroes, when they first get their powers, they have to learn how to focus it. And they they fly for a while and they fall. And I I think being intentional is kind of that same thing. It's like you have to pay attention. And it's hard at first. It's like, okay, I'm I'm going to live today intentionally. I'm going to be aware and present in every moment. And then you'll find yourself daydreaming. Like, you said you were going to be present.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's just tough. Right. And to your point, Ty, I really think I heard somebody say this. Uh, He held up his phone and he said, this is a a mass weapon of of distraction. Mm -hmm. And we're so distracted. And I mean, I'm I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it too. And I really think, and I respect, I know there's clergy here, but um, I really think that in the garden, there was a huge distraction. And Lord, forgive me if I'm wrong. There was, a, there were, Adam was distracted with something else. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's, it's like this, this awareness. Yeah. And so I'm, Reluctant to say that in front of clergy,
0: yeah. but well, but, it, but I think it's a good inference to draw it because and and the reason why quickly I I think he was distracted uh, with the beef between Cain and Abel. Right. One killed the other. God had to come and intervene. Where were you at? Where, Where were Adam? We? You were absent. Amen. Yeah, so the first, yeah, we you know, and you could parallel me. that the that uh, first absentee dad. Resulted in the first brother on brother murder. Uh, Does that sound familiar? Yeah. It's like, but go ahead to what you were saying. You, you're in here with preachers, man. We're we yeah. to turn everything. Into, no, so. it's good.
1: <laughs> <I definitely laughs> no, no, no. And I,
0: no, no,
2: no. I remember that <laughs> you sermon points, that she preached bro. about <laughs> us, uh, brother to kill his brother. Yeah. Uh, and now we got brothers killing brothers. I remember that. That was a great sermon. Sure. I definitely mm-hmm. remember
1: that one. Yeah. I I think there's a just a lot of uh, distraction. There's a lot of distraction in us as. As dads, we have a tremendous opportunity. It's like, it's good to bring up scripture because I think we hear it so often and it's almost like, you know, we're so comfortable with it. But like kids are like arrows in our hand. That's what Psalm 127 says. And our greatest investment isn't our, you know, I think having money is a part of it. I think, you know, our careers are part of it, but what we pour in our children, that's the biggest impact we want to have. And so that's why... I want parents to eat this bar, to hear our messaging, and to say, you know what? This is going to make me focus more on my children um, for everything in life. Everything, you know? You
3: I've got Love to stir it. the pot. Please, Please, Please. start it. I want to stir the pot. I heard you earlier talking about being present, right? Mm-hmm. And as men of God, with all of the things that we are required to juggle. Because it is a balancing act. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful not to allow ministry to become a mistress, right? Mm. We're so fixated and focused on everything else and everybody else. This is hot. This is a hot topic. We don't spend time. So, to the pastor who's spending all of his time at the church because he got to pray and get a (laughs) word. Now, you can pray at home, sir. Your family needs you. Right. You're supposed to be at your son's football game, your daughter's ballet recital. You know, those are things because that's what I believe God has ordained as as family and family men. Our responsibility is to guard, guide and govern. Mm -hmm. Right. Who are you guarding if you're never at home? Right. Who are you governing if your family doesn't know where you stand? (laughs) Right. And how can you guide them if there's no relationship. And so, yes. I know part of our responsibility yeah, as yeah, men is to be present. And it's not easy. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like, it because sometimes it's not enough of us. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, can I have a clone? So <laughs> just, for today. One, <laughs> just for today. And one yes. over here at this funeral. Yeah, one man. over here to prepare for this. Go term.
0: with my wife to the kids' exactly. doctor appointment. <laughs> exactly. and I can still be at work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. not
3: realistic, nor is it possible. But... I do see uh, putting the right things into our bodies, giving us the energy to be able to compartmentalize what's important and prioritize. That's mm-hmm. the other thing that is important. So I just said that because I feel like uh, after 15 years or 14 and a half years of ministry, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know how you do this. this, that." that. Well, I have to. We all have to be. <laughs> Present. You don't get to <laughs> don't decide. Get <laughs> I'm gonna be a minister for six months, and then I think about being your wife or your husband. No, we we are called to these dual roles, multifaceted. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so God gives us grace and he gives us yeah. energy and passion, and I feel like this bar uh could be, will be. Instrumental mm-hmm. in providing us with fuel because with the stuff that we do, it
0: does take energy. Amen. Well, even I, you're you're so right, and with with you saying that, I'm looking at the rapper here. Every time I see this now, will you not think of this whole conversation? You're like, bro, it's I need so- to be yeah. sowing good yeah. seed intentionally with what after I eat this, I'm getting them back to work. I'm going to get Amen. back into the walk. Of life. Yes. And get moving, as we said, man, and I want to sow strong seed. I want to do things that last because none of us know when our time will be up here. And I want to have made an impact with my kids, with my wife, that if I pray to live to be 100 million years old, healthy, until God comes back. But if my time would be to leave, I don't want to have to mishandle or misused or mismanaged the gift of time that I have, so this helped me to be more mindful. Um, and also, I think, uh, and I would like to ask Justin about it. We owe God. We talk about. We talked about owing our wives and our children. Don't we owe it to God to be the best we can to even achieve the mission and assignment? Like, if I'm not feeling good, I'm sluggish. I'm not thinking clearly. I'm weighted down with physical ailments. And yeah. I'm like, God, I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. I'm a soldier. You know, no, yeah. it's
1: like you're a horrible soldier. You need good camp.
0: You know, so
1: Yeah. I I I got to your point, Ty, is that I think really there was uh I have this theory called the train theory where if you lived um, you know, by a train. And I came to visit you and the train went by every day at 12 o'clock and it shook the house and rattled. It was loud. And I'm like, man, how do you live here? And you were like, oh, I've just zoned it out. I don't hear it. And I really think growing up in church and hearing scripture, sometimes the scriptures are like the train to us. It's like, we don't, we just kind of zone it out. We think it's normal, but mm. the Bible says that like, our bodies are temple, are the temple of the Lord. That is crazy. That's crazy. And so how should we treat our bodies and what Jesus. we listen to? And like, yes. it's nuts. Or even yes. like somebody asked me the other day, they're like, uh, what's your favorite holiday? And I said, it's Easter. And they said, why? And I'm like, well, not even looking at it from a Christian perspective, but if Jesus really rose again, that is crazy.
3: <laughs> and it really happened. It really happened. And so why, that? how is, could you celebrate even take <laughs> as much as that? <laughs> right. Man? That's why we don't ever have to go
1: to hell. Yeah. Or ever die. He rose again.
3: Yeah, the yeah. highlight
1: of our Christian. <laughs> yes, this is the <laughs> pinnacle. <laughs> this is yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I think that like, our bodies are the temple. And, there's a podcast called The Bible Project. I don't know if you guys ever check it out. I uh, we try Bible not Bible. to listen to other people. Okay, I'm no, sorry. I'm,
3: I'm sorry. Listening. I'm, I'm sorry. promoting not somebody. <laughs> no, please.
1: I'm no, tripping. No, <laughs> <true>. My daily <laughs>
2: devotional. Uh, I'm, I'm doing two devotionals. Uh, one is the New Testament in the year and then uh-huh. chronologically yeah. to, would, the Bible in yeah. the year they give you uh, a video. So I, I, I uh, listen to them every day.
1: Yeah. The Bible, the Bible Project. Bible project yeah. That's they're awesome, man. I
0: checked out the one that you Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah.
1: They're good. He, they're good. And he, he told how, you know, it's common in society for like every society they've tried to, um, you know, institute like a a holy temple or shrine that would be, merger heaven and earth. Yes. And what's in the Garden of Eden was that, but with Christ, he even took it a step further that we're the temple. Right. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. So well, how much more should we treat our bodies? You know, it's if that's amazing. what, so that's that's, that's God, really God, movement. That's super insightful.
0: That's super insightful. Yeah. Yeah. But like he said, we've heard it so much. That's why I love when you read the message from the Message Bible before you preach uh, some Sundays lately. It's like hearing the scripture for the first time all over again. It's like, I know this scripture, but, Wait a minute. That's what, you know, it it rephrases, it reframes it and gives it a different perspective. I love it. I love what you said. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I wanted to to ask something about branding because uh, when we did our last taping, we touched on that. And that's an episode coming up. Uh, We touched on branding from a spiritual perspective. And... What keeps it from being a money grab? And you talked about it a little bit, Justin. Uh, but if you were talking to an upstart, somebody that's trying to live their life for the Lord and they want to create a brand, but they want it to be meant like this, the soul ball, this is your life. You're living this. And so uh, you can see it throughout the concept. But what would you share with somebody about Branding and making sure that you don't confuse branding with ministry and that it remains something that is about the Lord and it'll stay about the Lord instead of it being like a cash grab. Yeah, um, great question, man.
1: I I would say, Tim, there's a there's a guy named Joel Penton. He has a, a ministry called LifeWise Academy. And I've been involved with the ministry for the past couple of months. And one of the pillars of the ministry is they talk about uh, excellence. Okay. He's always talking about excellence and, you know, why we, um, one of the pillars of the ministry, excellence, he just kept saying it. And I said one day, Joel, why do you emphasize excellence so much? And he said, because we represent the king. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. How much more would us as believers in business or playing an instrument or whatever we do, we put forward our best foot as being excellent. And so, I would just say, in everything that you do, uh, do it in excellence and be creative, and uh, don't live out of scarcity because the Lord will provide. And um, mm. if you're, uh, if you're, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think people are afraid to spend extra money on doing something right and doing in excellence, and you can't do things on the. Because the Lord will provide, you know, I remember um, there's a guy I know who he uh, he lost a bunch of money because he didn't pursue this idea and he was depressed and sad. And I said, hey, man, you're living in scarcity if you think that's the last good idea the Lord will gave you. Yeah. Like he's abundant in ideas, man. Like the, he, what is he teaching you through this? And I've had to learn that myself the hard way.
0: I think we all, yeah. Even if we didn't know how to phrase it or how to think, it right? Way, that's what was happening.
1: Yeah. So spend the extra money on making things in excellence, and don't be a clone. The Lord has put something creative in you to do. Um, that's what I would say. So excellence, yeah. and don't don't live in scarcity. That's
0: great. I love that, man. And also even down to the branding and down to the to the symbol, the graphic. Yes. You know, it doesn't yes. make you think of just, man, this is Justin Kershaw's bar. Makes you think of the lifestyle, makes you think yes, of giving God glory, yes, sowing good does. seed. Right. Anything right. that God gives you that's a concept is going to bring him glory. That's right. And not the person who brought it into manifestation here on
1: earth. Amen. Amen. Can I, I, I want to say one other thing, Tim, mm. is that um, something that I had to wrestle with is we—, we We know that, you know, lying is wrong, Um, you know, cheating on our spouse is wrong, adultery is wrong. But one of the things that I think is most dangerous for entrepreneurs in today's age is fame, because we all think that like fame, we're all hungry to get famous. And the Lord put all my heart is blazing. (laughs) <laughs> the, right now, the, you got the these so Thanks, hot right now, man. <laughs> you yeah. speaking, bro? Thanks, bro. the the uh The scripture I was uh I was in like this in infl- I was doing a podcast, and I was like trying to become an influencer. I learned that I like likes on social media, wow. and the Lord showed me a scripture. It was a uh, it was a Tower of Babel where they said we're going to make a great name for ourselves, and oh. but a tower of the heaven, yeah. and then and then a like a. Chapter later, the Lord comes to Abraham and he says, I'm going to make your name great. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you're going to be a blessing to many people. Wow. Yeah. And it hit me like, wow, we fame is a very, it's a gift, but it's a very, it should be like treated like, you know, anything else that could destroy your life. Because
2: yes. <laughs> it can't destroy your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And we all want it. Your pursuit is yeah.
3: if if you're trying to have top billing, and say, well, you know, I got the idea, but now I'm out here. Give me all the line. Then there's no room for God to be glorified. And I have a saying, it's an ego where we edge God out of the equation, right? Amen. To the point wow. that He can't get the glory because we're so busy taking everything that rightfully belongs to Him. Amen. Listen, I am impressed with the way and the manner in which you articulate your process, the thinking process that you
1: have. It is yeah, no absolutely.
3: wonder that the Lord has blessed you because I sense humility, Thank sincerity, you. That's it. That's it. transparency. That's it. And I love what you said earlier about people. It's very difficult because I know there's some entrepreneurs that are listening to us. Yeah, and you true. essentially said, Hey, don't cut corners, right? Yes. You don't have to lie, and the <laughs> Lord will provide. That's a combination for success
1: on any level. Amen. Well, I'm going to say, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, but I'm going to say this too. And I just had a flashback, but I remember, I don't know if you remember this coming into this, uh, (laughs) coming here when I was, uh, I had just had like an internship. I had an internship that I wanted to go to and I couldn't do it. And I was so, I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? This is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I remember I talked to you about it. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? And you said to me, you were like, well, you didn't do the internship. What are you doing now? And I said... While I'm working my job, and he, he looked at me. He said, "Well, the Lord's provided." (laughs) You know what I mean? You're like, the Lord's made a provision. And so, looking looking back on it now, and like I said, all you guys have impacted me. And and so, looking at it now, you know, I was 25 then. I'm 35 now, and was like, how can't even believe how silly was that that I was like even concerned and consumed. I was living in lack instead of trusting the Lord, living in abundance. He's got abundance for you. So, yeah. That's but, what
0: that's, but I have to say, and that was a great word you gave yes, him, Justin, was. and a great story to bring up. But what you said, that's how we are trained by this world to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That if it's not in your bank account, if you can't go get it, you don't have it. Uh, instead of living in faith, believing that God will supply every need. He and does. especially if he gives you a concept he wants you to bring into fruition, he's gonna give you what you need to make it happen in excellence. So you don't have to cut it's like God writing you a blank check and you cutting corners like I got your discount, God, like I didn't ask you to. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got it, covered. You cut the tab.
1: Yeah. And it it even it even goes to sowing where, you know, it takes work to sow seed, to put things into the ground. And um you're always you can't be afraid to to lose something in order to gain it. That's that's what I'm saying.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, that's
2: a great word. That's just that's that's phenomenal. And I just want to um I guess maybe ask you to kind of maybe tie it all together, because you kind of mentioned it before. Um when you think about your life, if you would have scripted your life um, you know, fifteen years ago when you were at Reynoldsburg High <laughs> School and you were rise climbing the charts. Uh, Climbing, You know, adding more stars to your naming, being recruited, uh, even to, you know, maybe being 18, 19, 21, you know, know, signing with the Carolina Panthers, all of those things. Um, Think about how many, I wouldn't even say, well, at the time, maybe were perceived failures or perceived like I just didn't quite and thinking it was the end. And even, you know, you're talking about the internship at 25. There were so many times that you could have quit or maybe thought that this wasn't. Man, what am I doing wrong? But to get to this point, mm-hmm. um, where you just I mean, I'm just looking at a different man right now, That's um, right. just and, and not you've always been a wonderful, wonderful young man, but I'm just listening to a man so full of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just uh want you to maybe share with some people uh who may be listening that um, it didn't happen the way that they thought it was, it maybe the way that you thought that it was going to crack for you, it didn't crack that way, yeah. or maybe you. Uh, You know, bet on something, um, you know, bet on yourself in a certain way and it just didn't pan out. Um, Give us, you know, some, you know, some practical tools that you use to get you through those moments of dealing with people's expectations, your expectations and maybe not um, accomplishing it to where you are. And I told you before we went on air, I think this is I think this is what the Lord was preparing you for. (laughs) None of those obvious uh, paths that you thought he was going to move in I think it was this in this moment. Um, How do you get to this stage in your life still navigating all of those things that maybe didn't go uh, the way you thought they would?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you asking me that big. I think... uh I mean, I've had a lot of disappointment, especially when you've worked so hard and I wanted to play in the NFL. That was my dream from the time I was a kid. I was right there and it didn't work out. And it was, uh, I mean, it was really hard, but what I learned through football, and this is hard for me to say now, is that it was uh, my identity and it was, I love football. Like, I can break down the triple option right now. <laughs> and like, which, I mean, I love it. I'll go into it now. But it, it it becomes so much a part of your identity, and it wasn't healthy. And I, yeah, I, I, the Lord like stripped me from that because, you know, I'm a slightly above average athlete. You know, slightly above average. And I think a more than that, sir. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think a lot more. I think a that. I'm Come on. But, uh,
0: Come on now. You uh, ain't that much. Uh, uh,
2: and <laughs> quarterbacks a that play kids. the big team that like <laughs> vehemently disagree.
1: Oh. Oh, but But I, I think that there was a professor I had hear me out. Of, it's hard for me to say this. I was a freshman at Michigan state. we were in a classroom, 400 kids and he gave an assignment or something like that. And he said, how many, uh, you guys don't have anything going on this weekend. And they're like, yeah, football game. And I'm sitting in the back with my sweatsuit on, you know, Spartan stuff. And he's like, oh yeah, football game. And then everybody laughed and cause he downgraded the game and it got quiet. And he said, believe it or not, my uh, uh, undergraduate degree was financed through football. I'm like, man, this dude had a scholarship here. Like, wow. And he said, it all hit me one day where I played center and the quarterback had his hands in my crotch and he was screaming. And then the coaches were screaming at me. And then I snapped the ball and the guy came out and punched me in the head. And he said, I think this is the dumbest thing in the world. Well, at the time I was like, what's he talking about? That that sounds beautiful. I love that. But now as a 35 year old, I can say that, there is more to life than football. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe I'm even able to say that, where, wow. and like, thankfully, the Lord showed me that. And I see a lot of my friends that have played in the league for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I bet, you know, they're doing well, and I hope they are. But I think there's ways in my life I'm more equipped to handle life, and there's more experience that I've had, uh, even apart from football, you know? Like, there, there's so much more. And, um, and even sports, you know, where I, I don't think... Um, the even if there's a kid that becomes better than LeBron, and I'm the biggest sports, I love sports mm-hmm. better than LeBron. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? It's like it's like why 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 would um do we need more athletes? You know what I mean? And I and this is hard for me to say, a bit, because I love sports, but I think it's we've also just how we've been brainwashed with food, we've been brainwashed in our community through with kids their whole identity is Sports are yeah yes but and I'm not saying and look like I told you I would I'll, my favorite thing to do in the world is watch NBA uh, playoff basketball the first yes. round my favorite thing I could break down a three techniques position right now and I love it but what I would tell kids is like look man this is just a this is just a tool case in point boxing at the turn of the 20th century it was a bunch of Italian guys then uh, Irish guys, then black guys. Now it's a bunch of Mexican and Filipino guys. Once you reach a, soci- a certain socioeconomic standard, you don't have to get punched in the head anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and with football,
0: it's
2: like, yeah. It's, yeah. Again, this nugget <laughs> is brought to you <laughs> by so strong. Yeah. Yeah. The Art for Reason podcast, that's a great nugget right
1: there. Yeah, and so that, that's what it, it, the Lord showed me all this, where it's like, there's a bigger purpose in football. No, there's not Lord. You know, no, there's not. And it's yes, there is. It's me spending time with me. and then I thought about coaching. And I look at our society. Do we really need like another I mean, another coach? Do, I mean, and are you really impacting kids that much, coach? I don't know. I don't and does in sports and character, is it really Building that much character, parents, because that means the guys in the NFL and NBA should be the epitome of character. And they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, they're cool. clearly not. Clearly not. So I don't know. I don't yes. right. know. So I think You're there's, right. we need more doctors and people that can help people survive and thrive. We and I do right. love sports. We need more we need teachers.
0: teachers. Yeah.
1: We need Black more teachers. Bad. We need more so strong.
0: They're right. yes. we need yeah. more. No, well, listen, know. that might
2: be the biggest thing we need. We need more people who are into agriculture. Uh, and water, you know, doing those things yes. that will feed our communities. Yes. Uh, we we need way more of that. So, no, this is uh, oof this yes. Is, yes, this is a lot right here.
0: Listen, I know that I keep g- taking it back to marriage, but before we end, uh, I don't know how close we are to wrapping this up, but I don't want to not ask. What will it do for the male and female? What well,
2: could it possibly do? we got to be careful how we ask because there's only certain claims. Yeah. Oh, yeah, make. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. are some things that the ingredients well, well, I in just bar test could test possibly problem. do? Yeah, because yeah. I
0: thought it was just for men. So I was like, oh, so the bar is male-focused. And you were like, no, not so. So... Mm-hmm. What, what can it do for us both?
1: Yeah, so elevated testosterone. So first of all, I think diets are dead because we can only see what we lose with diets. Interesting. If I say like, man, I'm going to... Automatically, somebody, like, man, I'm going to diet. You need to sow. You need to invest in yourself through healthy nutrition. And I don't think people need to worry about... Eating for uh, like macronutrients, or to lose weight, they need to eat for their hormonal health. And if you have a higher hormonal health, your testosterone's higher. You will have uh, more energy. You have more mental clarity, and you will have higher eat libido. For your
2: hormonal health, yeah, another nugget. That's good. Thanks, man. Because you don't hear that often. You hear diet, exercise, you know, but eat for your hormonal health. That's a good. That's a good yes. note. I want to make mm-hmm. sure we don't lose that. Yeah, it's Absolutely. all a bunch of good
1: junk. One. It's all industry-driven for money and. Diets are dead, but we need to stop saying, Hey, it's, I just had a binge weekend Monday, I'm about to get right. No, you're not. We need, because diet already puts yourself in a mindset that you're not, I'm on a diet. No, invest in yourself, live a lifestyle for your healthy hormones. And I'll say that um, I think erectile dysfunction, um, low libido for men, it's, a re- it's because it's mental fog and mental whatever's going on, but also, your mental fog has to do with your testosterone. And if you have lower testosterone or your testosterone is locked up in the car that I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you, you know, you can't perform. You can't perform. Amen. Yes.
0: Mentally or physically. Wonderful.
1: Yep. So
0: that's important to know. Very so we important. want our testosterone free yes, and out of, car, yeah. out of that car, out of that lockup.
1: Amen. That's what keeps you vibrant, man, is the the only thing different. I mean, obviously, there's going to be wear and tear on your body, but I there's a study that showed a 75-year-old man uh, that lives in a rural area and a 75-year-old man that lives in an urban area. The guy who's living in the rural area has higher testosterone. And also, they're showing that men... That lived 40 years ago Had a higher testosterone level Than men do now And so what is it Is it is it in the water Is it You know Is it No it's Our lifestyles What right, we're doing right. Yeah environmental factors. Yeah, like It's our stress, stress. Yeah All that So wow. And that And the, the reason it's important Is because we're sowing this Into our lives So I mean who says We can't see our great Great grandkids And Right, the, right. Yeah that's possible You know Amen. If we take care of ourselves And with the Lord's help
0: Amen Beautiful. Oh, what a blessing.
1: You guys this has been me. a blessed this
0: has been a blessed episode. Absolutely. Man, listen, we absolutely appreciate you for, for sure. coming in. For sure. We gotta have you back too. We're gonna yeah, start doing uh, time, start taping, doing video on it. We love to have you back anytime. We love having you. And
2: can we just well, wait, really can we let him plug the product one more time?
3: Yeah, yeah, let yeah. yeah. Please plug the product. I wanna yeah. thank him. Because he came
0: bearing gifts. Yes. Yeah, that we wish we could ours. show you. So <laughs> so strong. Strong I wish so I could show you how t-shirt. ill this Check is. Check out page and they'll ain't. get a picture. Yeah. We're going to put gonna up gonna up gonna a picture page. on I there. Absolutely. My t shirt until I You're go not. with the <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> And all of our future guests, uh, he set the bar so high, not only with these uh, jewels of wisdom. But man, he brought the most delicious bars. <laughs> so and you I must bring a sweet sweet gift when you come sweet.
0: in. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course we jump. <laughs> so, but yeah, the but entry yeah. Tree for you is quite. High. <laughs> he
2: said
1: that. He said to bar pretty high. That aren't even on the market. Yes. Not even on the market. Yes. yes.
2: so delicious. But no, real quick, uh, Jay Shaw, can you just uh, just plug? The product, uh, one more time, let us know Please. when it's coming, and if they can get it right now, where they can get
1: it? Yeah, if you want the bar now, go to Heart Fault Fitness in Hilliard, 11th Element in Hilliard, a Newgrounds Coffee, Legree House, which is in Clintonville, and Power Shack Gym, which is also in Hilliard. Check those places out, and go get a gym membership workout. Um, and also, to check out what we're doing, uh, go to So Strong Food. that's S-O-W-StrongFood.com. Wonderful, man! Wonderful. As far as worth
0: delicious, absolutely delicious. delicious. I feel my testosterone rising. <laughs> <laughs> Are you very careful. <laughs> <laughs> know. We want to thank everybody for listening to another episode. Uh, please, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back and catch those. And uh, we appreciate it. But like we always do around this time, we want to end in prayer. Eternal God, we love
2: you. We thank you, and we honor you, Lord. Just for visiting us, for sitting with us, Lord God, for uh, allowing wisdom to rise within us, Lord God. We thank you for this opportunity to share, to learn, and to grow. We thank you, Lord God, for what has been sown into Justin, and Lord God, what he is now sowing into the world and what is being sown you, Jesus. into the ears of these listeners, Lord God. We are so grateful because of yes, what so you are doing, Lord God. We want man. to just ask, Lord God, that you would continue to bless and breathe on this idea doing and this you, Lord. product, Lord God, and allow it to have the impact, Lord God, that Justin has, Lord God, the vision that he has for it. Allow that impact to be seen, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. we. Pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. And I appreciate
0: it.